podcast day. Scheduling has been fun. It, it's been you tricky know, I the think past couple of weeks. It's pretty crazy how easy um, it is to somehow have a super chaotic Tuesday. It's wild, right? Um, yeah, because you know, COVID and going to basketball. <laughs> And that's pretty much why we haven't recorded for a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last week I went to a basketball game on Wednesday because we we kicked the can on the Tuesday episode because you're. I have an update coming. on that, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, what's up with your? I don't. I don't see your little Eero back behind you anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, so we had to scrap a, a record because my internet dropped out like every five fucking seconds, and it was, it was ruining both of our lives and also putting strain on my marriage i'll say that uh <laughs> like the, the internet going important, out, dude. it's one of the most like i i would say internet going out is the thing that raises my blood pressure the fastest <laughs> in the entire world it is because yeah, yeah i personally do not think that like 25 years into wi-fi there should ever be a dropout and if you're not making completely foolproof, never dropout machines for all of your Wi-Fi, you suck. And you should figure it out because that's your one job. All routers, all Wi-Fi things, that is your <laughs> one job is to make this work consistently. Um, so Amazon Eero, dead to me. Ooh, Amazon Eero dead. Did, you, did I, you swap them out? I got the replacement after the three and a half, four months of me trying to convince them that I have done the troubleshooting steps that they sent me and right, also extras. Right. Of course. And they finally go, we'll send it to you. So they sent it to me while I was, you know, traveling around, uh, brought them back, switch, tried to switch both of them out because I wasn't sure. And then same shit's happening. Like literally the same stuff's happening. I think really what it comes down to is my house was built in like 1906, like my apartment. It's an mm. old, weird building that has weird innards, I think, like very like solid, solid wood. But then also, I think there's oh, like some metal some structure to like yeah. probably keep it upright. And like uh, there's, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's just some of it's our house. Our apartment doesn't really make sense. You know, you've seen, our, you know, our yeah. apartment It's kind of yeah. like an odd, like there's an up and a down and right, right. Um, levels, whatever. So I think, but also I cannot believe that it didn't work because that's like literally why mesh <laughs> Wi-Fi exists is to like work in that situation, yeah, right? Yeah. Like that's, that is the single use case for it. It's like, oh yeah, I got like a weird place that has like, it's over here really far away and I need it to be over here. Good. Yep. Yep. <laughs> mesh. <laughs> so I, uh, I finally gave up because again, it was legitimately putting a strain on my marriage. Christine has been very frustrated with Euro. Yeah. for months and it makes sense because i've been trying to get a replacement and i'm always like updating her i'm like so listen i'm on like the 30th person and <laughs> we're like 25 back and forth back and unfortunately they just asked me the things that they asked me in the first the first part so and then they also asked me like basically 40 questions that i had already answered that then i re-answered to finally get someone to say, we'll send you one. But then the first thing they said is, we'll send you a new power cord. Right. Okay. And then I said, no. That's weird. <laughs> no, you're not going to do that to me. <laughs> so what I got is the TP-Link Deco uh, X68. So it's a tri-band. So back channel, 
uh, 5G um, to, yeah, just specifically to, you know, have stability of, of, of the network. Good, good. How's um, that been? I mean, I just, I just, you know, I plugged him in last night, so we'll see. Okay, okay. But on my phone, I was pulling like 300, which is, I think, basically the amount that I was, I pay for. I don't, I don't think I went past 400. Okay. Because, I mean, like, do I really need more than this? I, I don't think so. Yes. The answer is always yes. <laughs> is it though? I got the need for speed, baby. But what do you do with all that speed? A lot of well, it's mostly mostly because of the computer gaming. So like, I'll swap out games every now and then, and it's all digital. You just so want to like, go quick. It's like done in yeah. ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But anyways, um, so hey, the mesh Wi-Fi journey continues. I really just based on looking at you know the specs, I'm like, oh, the Eros are really like the the beginning of like consumer mesh. Right. The ones that I had were like their first gen. So these are, I think, like end of last year released so like pretty new um so they have like kind of they have wi-fi 6 they have a back channel tri-band like um i'm hopeful that i don't have to buy these ever again or at least for like five to ten years five five years let's say five five would be great if i could get out of a one piece of like wi-fi tech i love my amplify alien man it's great it was a maybe it's a little bit of overkill it's it's an expensive router wi-fi modem um but it's Awesome. It's worth it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, and and these were like two seventy nine, like so it was for two units. One's you know your actual Wi Fi. Yeah, yeah. The beacon, like not that bad because if you buy like just a straight up Wi Fi router that's anywhere decent, you're gonna pay one hundred fifty. Like, like if you're not buying a, a crap a crap boy. Yeah, I mean if you if you get the uh, the amplify the mesh combo, so it's like the router plus the uh, beacon. Mm-hmm. Um, for the the alien that I have, yeah, um, it's like four hundred bucks for that combo. It's very expensive. Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, and there are extremely expensive versions of mesh. Like you can easily pay twelve hundred bucks. Like right now, I think that's like kind of the top line stuff for like home use, not for like hey, you're like actually doing like like an office or something. Like right. for home use, about twelve hundred bucks. But those things are. They are truly as future proof as you can get right now, and like I would assume, very rare issues. Um, yeah, I mean, if 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 ever any issues, it's more with with Comcast than anything. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, and I'd I'd rather be able to see that it's like oh my internet is just down as opposed to what the Eros would do, where the beacon that I had in my office, three feet away from all electronics, like they asked. Uh, <laughs> um. At a centrally located place to all of the connections, whatever. Um, that one like would just stop receiving the network randomly. Yikes. And then sometimes that would then lead to, for whatever reason, like Christine's computer, which is where the other beacon is, would be connected <laughs> to the office one. Yeah. And then it would go down, but it doesn't have like a redundancy switch on it. Where it's like, oh, this one's down. Well, there's a whole other Wi-Fi that I'm two fucking feet away from. It didn't do that. <laughs> it would just say, no, your internet's broken forever. And I'm like, but the other one is actively av- like fine. Yeah. Very annoying. Very annoying. Oh, also, I am getting so mad right now, <laughs> dude. Internet stuff is is annoying. It, like I think there there was a. Um, 
like a firmware update uh, a couple of months ago on my alien. So it hasn't been perfect. Uh, there was a firmware update that just like screwed it. We were getting kicked out like once a day. Yeah. Lily was messing, like, I'm going to leave you. Stop firmwaring this it. stuff. Stop doing that because it always ruins it. <laughs> like, Yeah, but security vulnerabilities or whatever. Well, okay. All right. Give, like truly. What could happen? Because honestly, I don't. I, you're the old IT guy. Like you, you know more about this than me. If someone got onto my Wi-Fi somehow, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> like you know, I have all sorts of Amazon shit. Like yeah, I got yeah. Samsung TV, whatever. What's the worst case scenario for my security for all these firmware updates that break everything? <laughs> Honestly, identity theft. That, that's like the biggest thing. Oh, that would be great. Like, <laughs> that would be great. Because it would really, really force me to update a lot of things that I should already be updating. Oh, man. You know you should update stuff and you're not. No, I not. have been moving through all of my passwords and updating them to strong passwords. Okay. Through, okay. Through, hey, shouts out one password. Finally. Finally. Um, yeah. And but, but yeah, anyways... Uh, so I get that. I totally get the, the disconnects. Also, I have to correct myself here. The uh, the Amplify Alien, just standalone, 380, the combo with the mesh point, 700 bucks. Yeah, that is definitely on the upper end of things. It's stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Um, And like, the cool thing about this is, I'm pretty sure with this setup, I like, let's say I actually am able to like, you know, move into a home someday. This will have plenty of juice for like whatever size of home that I can afford, which is to say, definitely an apartment <laughs> <laughs> and not a home at all. <laughs> so it'll be fine. Not not too different a setup you have now, I imagine. This is probably if like this is about exactly as good as I could possibly ever have currently, like like the same amount of money. But if it was a mortgage would be a dream. Honestly, uh, it's, a, it's a nice space. It's it's a throw a little space. outdoor area, get a little barbecue action going. You're set. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a pretty chill, chill spot, chill spot. Chill um, spot. So, Danny, we got a quickish, quickish potty today, and I think it was good. And I just said potty like peen. <laughs> Sorry, p o d d y. Uh, I have a pretty quick one. You, you, you know, we're we're busy. I think that's just what it comes down to. We're busy. Men of men of means <laughs> men of means um for the record i am not busy at well, all <laughs> well i'm danny danny you're busy in your heart okay i am um, in heart. and being busy later means you're busy now that's you know true. what i'm saying that's fair you're right uh but we're gonna talk about some stuff and yeah. welcome to the dmgt welcome podcast, to the DMGT podcast. <laughs> oh know, my quick, god your rust is really showing here Quick podcast. We're gonna vamp for eleven thirty, and then we're gonna get into the topics. But it's gonna be super quick. I yeah, promise. Yeah. Welcome back, sponsor. Welcome. Technically, it's welcome back. Wow. To you. Wow. It's um, been a bit. Thank you. Twenty twenty two. Um, starting off with a sickness. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy got the old uh, army. I got armied. Got armied a couple of weeks ago. Last week we just. Just issues with the technical difficulties, and and yeah. uh, we're here now. We're here now because goddamn, there's so much. January has been insane uh, yeah. in the gaming space. They're um, they're going for it, crazy. Right. So now. it started off with uh, Take Two buying Zynga. So are, are you familiar with Take Two? 
Take Two, um, that is the people that made it the the game, right? Last year, the co op game. No, no, no. no. Take so, Two no, is uh, not like very familiar. <laughs> I think they they have uh, like Two K, like NBA Two K, those games. Oh, okay. Um, a, co- a few. There's a few other ones that you might be familiar with, um, but they bought Zynga, the mobile game game developer, which mobile gaming is just an insane amount of money revenue generated right. every year. So they bought Zynga, which was a huge deal. A couple weeks later, people are familiar with this. That was our first episode of the season. Um, Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard for an ungodly amount of money. It's like almost $70 billion. They should have completed the 69 for the memes, um, but un- unfortunately, we didn't get that. 300 and million is still a, a miss, shit ton of then, money. And honestly, I'll never buy an Activision never, game. Never. <laughs> they never. Didn't, they didn't come do it for the meme. Um, and then this week, yesterday, uh, Monday morning, uh, the last day of January, Sony announced that they have purchased or they have entered an agreement to acquire Bungie, the original developer of Halo. So someone, I followed this account on Twitter. Shoot, I should shout out the name because it's a different one that I've talked to in the past. We'll put it in the link. We'll put it in the we'll link. We'll put it in the link. Uh, but they, they did the math. And in January alone, $85 billion were exchanged in the gaming industry with, that's, through acquisitions. That's a lot. That's a lot. And, you know, just to go back to the <clears throat> meme number for Activision. Um, <laughs> so, you know, like we are in a time where they legitimately probably had to discuss legitimate business around should we try to make this 69? Oh, yeah. Dot 69. They, oh, yeah. And like someone in, someone in that boardroom was like, well, I mean, honestly, like if we did do that, we could potentially NFT kind of the sale papers um like at least the one that had that number on it and like we could actually that could be a revenue generating stream for us (laughs) and uh so i actually do believe to finish up my powerpoint here um 6969 equals 42069 you know what i'm saying all right i gotta go all right like that's a senior vp at like microsoft (laughs) oh my god it was like he's Actually, none of it was actual information that made sense because he doesn't know what an NFT is. Some like exec assistant <laughs> like built this deck for them. Yeah, so we got to do that. So, How do know. we do it? I don't know. It's just we yeah. Just do I think it. NFT near field telephone. Yeah, it's like yeah, when you yeah, tap yeah. to pay, right? And we can right, make right, this right. a tap to pay. <laughs> NFC. That's what that is, right? Same thing. It's just yeah. the second version of it. So Green Bay didn't win. Uh. <laughs> No, my God. I, it, that reminds me of um, there's that old clip when Microsoft uh, released Windows 95 or something. And it's just like all it's like Steve Ballmer back when Bill Gates was still with them. And they're like doing the weird dancey thing on the stage. And it's very <laughs> awkward. I bet you that's exactly what happened. Someone pitched the 69 and it was funny. It mu- must have been funny as hell to watch in that boardroom. I mean, honestly, like the thing is like. <clears throat> That may have actually happened. <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm making a joke, but I'm like, well, I mean, if I was, if you're a good business person, you're trying to get all the money you can. Like, that if NFT if- could have over, you know, overcompensated for if it was a slightly less buying price. If we if we get a cease and desist letter, we'll know for sure. Yeah. Um, because Microsoft's definitely listening to this podcast. <laughs> Microsoft, oh, if you're listening. 
Send us an Xbox, please. Uh, yeah, whatever, I guess. <laughs> Too many games. Hey, man, free shit. I'm never going to say no to free shit. That's true. That's um, true. But yeah, so so it's kind of crazy there. Like a lot, the, the Sony Bungie one is $3.6 billion, so not quite as big as even the uh, Bethesda acquisition. I think that one was closer to like four and a half, six billion, something like that. Yeah. That's, a, that's a huge, big jump. But that's still a lot of money. That uh, right now, Bungie only uh, handles Destiny. Really, they haven't really done anything else. Um, but it's just kind of interesting that Bungie, being the original creators of Halo, Microsoft still owns Halo the IP. Bungie no longer has anything to do with that. Um, so it's not like and that's Sony been that way for a while. It, but but yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I think it's going to be interesting. Like we, me and you, I think we're we were talking about. Uh, how it's like, oh, do you think that Bungie is really just for Sony Interactive Entertainment to have an in-house shooter kind of game studio? Because like, yeah, honestly, Bungie, not super prolific. Like we're talking, they did Halos, Destiny, Destiny 2. Like that's really it. Their output is not huge. Right. Um, They have done a good job in like continuing Destiny after a really rough start to Destiny. Like, yes. Um, and like, I, I think, I don't know, like, I, I don't exactly know the vibes of the community of Destiny 2, but like, if they like Bungie or not, but I mean, they're still putting content out for a game from 2017. So, so that's, that's what I've been looking at because I've, for the past couple of months after they announced the new DLC for, for Destiny 2, I was kind of interested in maybe getting back into it because I did play Destiny 1. I did play Destiny 2. Both times I fell off. And then eventually there was a period where it got good enough to return. And then Bungie always makes some weird decisions with like progression and like the actual impact to in-game uh, uh, gameplay experience and, and progression. Right. Uh, because mechanically, I think Destiny is widely accepted as like, this is the best shooter mechanics in the industry right now. Like nothing beats Destiny as far as gunplay and, and just like how it feels to shoot different fun weapons basically and i think that's that's accurate that's an accurate assessment i've never mm. had any issues with the gunplay and the gameplay mechanics of destiny it's super fun i think some of the other stuff around it like the amount of content and the, the what you need to do to get to certain end, end game um basically gameplay loops and raids and stuff gets a little weird and how like the drops work and all that uh it's your classic looter shooter if you thought uh like you and i played the division two for for yeah. a while we actually got yeah. pretty solidly into that um i remember it's, when everybody we had stopped playing it and then everybody was like hey we're gonna start playing it again and then yeah. i spent 40 dollars getting the expansion and then it was, everybody was and like oh psych yeah no one's cool. playing i was like best that was super fun yeah that was great <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i've ever fi finished that in kings of new york expansion I, I haven't either yeah yeah so eventually we'll see but but destiny's like <laughs> gameplay has been like is, so is solid everything else yeah. around has been been tricky so I think they are working on a new IP that they haven't announced. Um, so that could be part of what Sony's interested in. But really, I think eventually they're going to like, okay, now we have a proper studio that can do a first-person shooter because Guerrilla's not doing a kill zone anymore. Right. Um, like the first two kill zones kind of had some success, but that really they, fell off. The and now they're like returns, super focused yeah. on Horizon, which is a good pivot for them because Horizon's been great. I'm very hyped for part two which we'll talk about in a little bit but really yes. it's it's all about having you're right i think it is about having a, a in-house studio knowing that 
the writing is on the wall with Call of Duty. Potentially. We don't know. But potentially I, the writing I, is on the wall. I think it's hard to shut out an entire $500 million a year in revenue. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I really don't think Call of Duty is going to go exclusive. Now, I do think it's going to turn the tides of like, it'll be better to play Call of Duties on Microsoft yes. because yes. you'll get extra shit, yes. which is what was like, totally makes sense. Like, they're going to do that for sure. And I think if they develop any further IPs outside of Call of Duty, which yeah. is yeah. not something they've really done or been that successful on for like a first person shooter. But they're going to for Microsoft. They are going to do something exclusive to Microsoft. And like that, you know, that, that, that's, I think, kind of, it seems why Sony purchased Bungie. Because they actually yeah. need to kind of like, it's like, well, I, I think the, the bet is they're not going to not have at Call of Duty on both. Yeah. No way. If that's true, that's truly like trying to actively reignite the console wars which isn't that's like against what microsoft is really trying to do right now yeah i don't i I think you're right i i think there's a possibility that like some version of call of duty no longer happens on on uh, playstation i think for for the most part it'll keep coming for sure they 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 know they they have there's something like two or three years worth of contracts that that playstation already had established with Activision blizzard so like for sure for at least the next three years you don't have to worry about it if you're a playstation owner like you're for sure going to get that it's after that we don't know exactly what that's going to change and look like so it'll be a bit but but still regardless i think yeah there there will be some advantage to to having it on microsoft or having the call of duty on microsoft but you're right it's not microsoft isn't playing this console game anymore long term like the right like you have to go beyond like fandoms and 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 like the video games really directly and think about strategically as a business what is Microsoft trying to do because a, a yeah. big part that that people forget about this uh, acquisition with with Activision Blizzard is King is a, a, attached to them too that's like Candy Crush and people are like ah Candy Crush who cares Candy Crush I'm like Candy that's Crush mobile gaming makes up sixty percent of of the annual gaming revenue sixty yeah. percent. Yeah, I was actually shocked, speaking of something I do on my mobile, that Wordle sold to New York Times for the low seven. Low seven figures. Like, so we're talking like a couple million dollars. Yeah. I don't know exactly who developed Wordle. I think that is a gross underpay for what Wordle has captured on like kind of like millennials <laughs> like it's very it, i think it's a game for that we all really like right it's i don't it's, know uh, if it's everywhere it's but. literally one guy that has been working on on wordle um that then sold it to to the new york times so okay. which by the way is is the biggest gaming news of 2020 uh 22 <laughs> <laughs> now does he do you know if he's re- being retained as like a person about the game or was it just a clean it's yours now bye I don't know. Uh, I didn't look into it. I read his Twitter post, and it seems like he's going to continue to be involved with it. Oh, okay. Just like, so if I he's like, here's a couple, like, a couple mil, yeah. and I'm going to continue to like work with it and get right. paid, like, shit, that's pretty cool. Yeah, or he yeah, made the calculation. Okay. He's like, low could mean four. Right. And four, that's enough. I mean, imagine being a, a, a single, like, a, just a guy that made this, and like New York Times, like, hey, seven mil. You good? All right. Yeah. Well, it said it said low set low seven figures, which would be oh, right, to right, me right. between one and four max, right? But even three, 
you can you can whole life find everything you ever would need three easily like three take home oh yeah easy um even two take home you could you could be smart about that and you yeah put one and a half of that away then then you're you're set you're set yeah so like and honestly i think I, i wonder if we're gonna see like more of this kind of stuff over the course of um the next like five to ten years where it's like people who do these types of things who just are like yeah i'm just trying to like chill <laughs> like i do think we're kind of like getting to the like other side of like um like uh wealth hoarders mm. like where it's like yeah this is really all bad <laughs> <laughs> like literally yeah, yeah all yeah. of those people nothing good happened or continues to nothing good is coming from yeah, this like yeah. We're just all looking to like not work for forty years, <laughs> like, right? Right. Like, we're looking it. for some some relief to yeah. to yeah to the trajectory. That's the, that's the only thing that like that guy's probably just like yeah. I just I don't want to work for forty years, so like I don't really care past that. What like what are we? I don't need to go to space. No, I I think that's what we're probably heading towards. I think if if you're Games like Call of Duty and 2K and FIFA are effectively like pop culture at this point. Yeah. So it's like it's They're like, Marvel yeah, movies. You consume it, but it's like it, it so I, I always view it like potentially and I don't mean this in the pretentious way or anything like that, but it's like you 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 have your Call of Duty, your FIFA, your 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 Madden, your 2K players, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's literally all they ever play because you could sink in hundreds of hours per year oh easy. to those games oh yeah and that I mean, basically fi- like, takes up your entire FIFA gaming folks, yeah like like fifa people i don't think no other games exist no they do not like truly <laughs> Sport, like sports games fans are are crazy they are insane yeah. they yeah. they hyper fixate which fine you know you found a, a, a an avenue for entertainment but there's like that top layer where it's like okay everyone knows of fifa everyone yeah. knows call of duty right like it's a pop culture at this point and then you have like second layers where it's like okay everybody who's those sporto fans yeah when we say pop culture we do not mean bad games no like no 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 like like marvel movies are good but it's pop culture right sorry just in case folks get upset yes you know how passionate soccer fans are i know i know but that that's what i meant like i didn't necessarily mean this in a bad way although i do disagree about fifa and call of duty not being bad um some because, of them because because I like some playing them. Of because, them you know good. what? I also consume those. I also like playing them. And sometimes, like, God damn it! Like, sw- yeah. fix this shit. Two K thirteen still can't be beat. Let's all be. We, we no, all know this. No. And then there's that second layer of like, okay, maybe you're paying a little bit more closer attention. You kind of like are more yeah. picky about that stuff. And then it, it like goes into all right. Now I'm playing indie games. Now I'm playing uh, like the the the, the game. I care about like the game of the year uh, type games where it's like a little bit more uh, heady. I guess is mm-hmm. the word. To, yeah. to use for some of those um and i forgot where the hell i was going with this i don't know danny it sounded like you were really building towards a an exquisite point um but i think like but oh right right is, so okay, so so ahead. sorry so what i was saying is eventually what you're going to see is that top quality if you're like a gamer in the in the other two tiers that are like a little bit more invested in gaming as a core yeah. um you're you're going to find those games less and less appealing because they're going to like fully like if they haven't already fully embraced it they're going to go even deeper into just like 
this is popcorn for the masses, right? Yeah. But where you're going to get, so it's going to suck if you're like a fan of, <clears throat> of like, maybe not a from software unless like they got, they got bought out. But like, if you care about like how uh, Overwatch, for example, Overwatch was like, oh shoot, this was a different type of shooter that came from Blizzard and like, yeah. it, it was starting to switch things up. I think you're going to see less and less of that from those bigger studios and they're just going to focus on like supporting each other on like the major franchises. Yeah. But what will happen is if you're if you're looking for those next gaming experiences that like, oh, shoot, this is different. This was cool. They're like pushing the medium forward, if you will. Then indie titles are basically going to fully take over that space. And yeah. I think that's already kind of happened a little bit. Like if you think about when Dark Souls first came out, right, like from software was basically just a company. Right. There were that, just some people making games. Yeah. And then and and then suddenly every major uh AAA studio that has has anything to do with like action oriented combat and or or an open world or story progression or level progression took elements from that game and every yeah. single game has a dodge mechanic now and like different pairing and and different like uh combat abilities and progression same thing with like Skyrim and then how that what took open world and then how like Breath of the Wild took that a step further. I think you're going to see that more commonly from the indie titles exclusively influencing each other to some capacity. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like with any major studio, right, it's like every couple of years there's a swing in a new IP. Yeah. Like and we'll see those and and like that's where you will get like the next Overwatch, which is something that has a very dedicated fan base. Yeah. Not even a small fan base, but like a kind of set limit of fan base like i you know what i mean it's like i've played it like people that are really into it are really into it and i i understand why it's just like i can't always jump on those games you know what i mean yeah but i also think like the same thing like thinking about it in pop culture thinking about it in like marvel kind of levels of brand right like activision and Bungie and stuff where it's like so yeah activision churns out a yearly call of duty right yeah. And sometimes the yearly Call of Duties, and these are the ones that I will play, are, you know, Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. Like, sometimes. Some, they're, sometimes, like, a really yes. a culmination of what they had been doing with, like, that particular, like, engine, that particular vibe, like, era, uh, occasionally, right? And I'm talking, like, Modern Warfare 2018, right? Yes, the, Modern the Warfare 2018 built. is a great example. Awesome. They nailed it. They nailed awesome. it. Awesome. Um, but we're kind of in the Thor Dark World slash the Eternals time yep, of yep. Call of Duty right now, where it's like the the next two were, were like bad, but everybody was like so hyped on uh, like Call of Duty at the moment because of yeah. Modern Warfare. We were like, no, it's good. It's good. It's good. We like it. It's good. And then the next one was like, which is Thor Dark World, because everybody's like, I don't know, like... Uh... Marvel's weird. cool still, right? Like, we're excited this. about this. Right? Why are they talking like that? <laughs> like, and then this newest one, it's like, oh, this is the Eternals. Just, just, just front to back a mistake. <laughs> just bad all around. I didn't hate the Eternals. I thought yes, that was all right. Did. It was different. No, it was a different Marvel movie. No, it wasn't. It was just a slower version of the same Marvel movie. I have a great pitch for I how guess. to fix Eternals. Um, maybe I'll maybe I'll make you 
do a video on it that I write for you. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm, I'm, it's I'm a mini series. It's single episodes for each character. The movie that we saw is the final two episodes of the season. Ten episodes. Okay. I think right. that's how many you would need for all that, whoever they are. All them people. <laughs> for all the Eternals? I mean, no idea movie. who any of them are. There's like <laughs> Selma Hayek. She was there, and so was Angelina Jolie, and Angelina Jolie had schizophrenia, I think. There was like a little baby bull, baby like one. <laughs> Great. The main character, like I forgot that they had powers the entire movie. <laughs> like, this is sick. Movie. That's that's a good point. That's a good point. You well, you barely like, described anything. It's like, <laughs> well, honestly, <laughs> like we didn't get much. <laughs> like, uh, uh, Kumail Nanjani, he he had gun hands. <laughs> that was cool. That was cool. I mean, but he literally made like an improv gun hand, <laughs> like like when he was shooting. It was literally. <laughs> but he did a kamehameha. It was a bad you know? improv did, gun. He did hand a Goku kamehameha. That was cool. But if you're doing like gun, if you're holding a gun in an improv scene, you hold it like you're holding a gun. You don't make a gun look. You know, you don't do this. You do like I'm I'm shooting a gun. But if it's but if it's happening from their fingers, you know, I get it. Dude, you're right. You're right. We're you know, it's still. It's not I mean, you're come right. on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> uh, and then Superman's there, and like you're like, wait, so this this the main character can turn rocks into like to like, not rocks, to Small other rocks. to like wood. <laughs> and then this this guy super strong can't be hurt. Laser eyes. Um. Super strength, all of it. Super strength. And these are, these are, what was she doing battling the deviants this whole time? Like, how was she, like, it just seems like it's a <laughs> shitty power to fight an organic material, <laughs> which she says, I can't change that. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. So that so that's basically Battlefield 2042. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Honestly, it is. <laughs> Which uh, is, by the way, probably going to go free to play. Uh, that makes I and that's when I will play it. <laughs> yeah, me too. And and you know what? I'm going to grab that whenever if if that actually happens, and it's probably going to happen. When that happens, I'm going to grab that announcement. I'm going to go to my old TikTok where people are shitting on me for saying, "Hold on, I'm buying it." And I'm gonna respond to every single one. Yeah, never. And I'm gonna use the uh, yeah. what is it? The the knives out, Chris Evans clip where it's like eat shit, eat shit, definitely eat shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that's a healthy way of going about the internet. Yeah, 100%. Like have like a list and uh, check oh, it yeah. twice and never let anything go. Yeah. I have the I have the list ready right now. Yeah, I'll yeah. show it to you. Uh, so, Danny, uh, we're talking video games, and I, there's been, you know, some more stuff around Horizon Zero Dawn, Forbidden West, Elden Ring. Like, uh, these games are about to come out. Yeah, we're like T-minus three weeks, less than three weeks. Two weeks for Horizon and three weeks for, for Elden Ring. Yeah. So, which one are you more excited for? Man... I don't know which one I'm more excited for. I'm very excited for both. I think I'm more excited for Elden Ring because it's going to be a new gaming experience for me that I'm actually going to commit to. I agree. However, looking at the footage for Horizon Forbidden West, did you has did you watch like the playthrough videos? I, I did watch okay. the, the the recent playthrough and like just kind of round up 
I'm like, shit, they fixed a lot of stuff that was wrong with the first one. Um, as far as like trajectory and like your mo- agility and mobility of Aloy as a character. And like they fixed the facial animations. They don't look super robotic anymore, which which was nice. It kind of like takes you out. Um, it looks so good. It looks yeah. incredible. I mean, there's a lot of eye candy that Horizon Zero Dawn will give us. The water like truly was it's getting to a pretty pretty fucking insane level yeah it's getting nuts like, i don't know if i want it more photorealistic than that i don't know like uh i was thinking about this we i just watched Encanto. also what a movie great fucking movie. awesome great movie. movie um but Encanto was starting like there was moments where i was like this is so good that this is uncanny valley without it being like the polar express right where it's like because they tried to capture like actual facial animation right I was like, this is all animated. Like, I, I, like this feels animated, even though I know, like, there was like movement choreographers and stuff like that, where they were trying to recreate like what they were actually doing in real life. Like, that's kind of how animation is now th- yeah. these days, anyways. But that, like, some things I was like, this is kind of freaky. This is so cool. And I think Horizon Zero Dawn, like, a couple of those moments, I was like, this is pretty crazy that we can do this. It, I gotta, I gotta figure out like what exactly is is tipping that off, because when you look at like oh, the Last of Us Part Two, I don't feel it to that degree. Even though you could argue that the Last of Us Part Two is more like real, maybe it crosses over that line that it like stays very grounded to re, to re, quote unquote reality. Yeah, I think like I think with Horizon Zero Dawn, like I really do think that. And one thing about for me for video games. Water is the top of what they're doing the best right now. Like the water was yeah. really what like was like this is amazing. The rest of it, I think, like is in line with what I would expect from a marquee video game. Sure, kind of in terms of like from major studio, a lot of investment, follow up to a successful thing like I, that. Like and also that they had to fix like facial animations. Like you know, it's it's still fine, but that's games haven't. Games don't nail facial animations. Right, like, right. Still, and there's still, like, I mean, there's still progress to be made there. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But like the like water, I think we, we don't need to invest more in trying to figure out what to make water look better. We got it. You guys nailed it. Like Horizon Zero Dawn, that shit looked real. Straight up, confusingly realistic. And like, then I'm like, now get those rocks looking like that. Like that's rocks. Gotta get rocks going. Get you hide a lot going. of your not using polygons in rocks, guys. Like. Uh, you're 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 tricking us with these rocks because <laughs> they're already triangular. Like yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's like the base do. layer at the bottom. That yeah, yeah. like yeah, we're just copy and paste it across and go. It's and just, just some put rocks. stuff on top of it to cover it up. Uh, yeah. So no. So I'm, Horizon Zero Dawn. So I, I I I just yesterday I watched like a lot of the the stuff um because I I was waiting until there was like honestly a little more condensed than like the initial. <laughs> sure, <laughs> like, sure. Uh, I don't want to watch like forty five minutes, but I was oh, watching no, no, no. um. The kind of the the impressions from the four hours that, that people got to play. And a lot of people were like really hyping the quality of life stuff that you're talking about, right? And I was like, cool. Okay, so I'm just like coming from playing, you know, like uh, uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising. I, I just played, uh, you know, I've, I've like dabbled here and there back into Breath of the Wild. Like, you know, I like an open world game. So yeah. like I was... They're, they're talking about these quality of life things like, oh, you, it's like easier to climb things. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that it was like 
very restrictive climbing in Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, yeah, I guess that that was something um, like, okay. And then they're like, and remember, the thing that you got at the very end of Horizon Zero Dawn, you can glide off of high points. And I was like, okay. They're like, and we have settlements, like, and the settlements are like way better. I was like, okay. And, and like, and like the person, the impression person, this is like IGN, is talking about how this is like amazing stuff, right? Yeah, and as yeah. As this is happening, and as this is happening, like, I'm, I'm just like, oh, so we're celebrating them making the exact open world that we, that everything's been been for the last five years that that is that would be my current only hesitation yeah. and they're like oh and there's this side game that you have to fucking play sometimes like some version of like trying to get a witcher 3 uh what was what the deck building game gwent gwent or trying like this the the punishingly annoying one from assassin's creed valhalla uh that oh, one was uh, so yeah, 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 annoying yeah. the uh, and it's like yeah like I get, I get it, I get it. The Witcher, that's a whole game that makes money, so you, you're doing it. I hate that that's part of gaming now. Yeah, I mean, once somebody figures something out and it works for them, like everyone yeah. just has to copy it. And it's like, I think, oh, we have another glider. Oh, we have another thing where it's like, oh, climbing. I'm assuming there's some sort of mechanic of like getting tired. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I. Like, I, I feel like people should be in their... I know impressions, like, you have to kind of be... Just like Twitter reactions for movies, like, you have to be positive. That's, yeah. like, part of the game. Like, you can't actually give a critique. You can just kind of explain things and then say you had a good time, right? So So some of, some of my, my, like, annoyances with that, because I, I agree, and I think that's, like, the second half of this, um, of my hype for it, because I think overall it looks great, and I'm very yeah. interested. I'm going to buy it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely play Finish This Game Easy. So, but, but then when they bring up stuff like, oh, and then like progression is impacted by like the outfits that you're wearing and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, so Ghost of Tsushima, that's, that's just Ghost of Tsushima. I've, I've done that. That's cool. But this isn't like a new thing. So let's not talk about it. Like it's, you know, revolutionary or, or a whole new, yes. brand new thing. Yes. Like that's, that's my really only issue, which is just annoying as far as impressions go. I think, yeah. I think overall though, however, like. Because the the criticism has to remain true either in either direction, right? I'm a little bit more hyped for this one, but also realizing that the impressions that we got were a very limited five hour or whatever yeah, yeah. section of the game that developers curated specifically for that. Now it yeah. feels just by the language that the developers are using, like, hey, we're just trying to hide all the other shit that we put in the game. We don't want to give up too Which much is of that cool. before. I'm good with that. That would be the only reason why I wait for release True date reviews. to see yeah. those actual reviews yeah yeah and i'm I, like I, i'm interested because like again it's just on my mind it's not like a game that's worth this much conversation but immortals phoenix rising right like i played it and it's an open yeah. world game that came and went like two mildly positive reviews right? right but every review every review mentions how the mechanics of the open world are very tired and very clearly indicative of this came out after breath of the wild right. and after assassin's creed right. you know what i mean like where it's like it combines those two things you have things you have to climb that are high to look at the world and see like points of interest right 
So it's not the full discovery of like just walking around in Breath of the Wild. You have a glider. You know what I mean? Like, like, and there's a fast travel system, which is like what things do that don't want to be Breath of the Wild. You know what I mean? Like, um, and you do have different builds that you can make with the different stuff. So it's like everyone kind of called out this game that kind of came from nowhere. And like, honestly, was having some fun with like the story. Like it was kind of like tongue in cheek. Not my vibe. Like I skipped most of the dialogue, but occasionally I'd listen to it. I'm like, that's kind of funny. And some of it a little bit subversive. Like there's sure. jokes in the game. Sure. Um, combat's really fun. Like really, really fun combat. And the puzzles make you feel smart. Like that's, just, that's the review of the game <laughs> for me. Like, uh, but everyone's calling out that this is kind of a very safe, tired kind of version of open world. Right. And they always call that out with games. And I want to make sure that if that's the case with Horizon Zero Dawn, um, which is, it kind of looks like it is. It's possible, yeah. Like, I, I hope that, like, because that would show me that there's, a, there's, like, the integrity that I hope in, like, the stuff that I consume, right? Like, this is kind of problems with being on the internet. Yeah, and, yeah. And, like, the internet being so good at knowing who you are, like, it's always hard to know, like, does this thing that I'm consuming have, like, the integrity I think it does? Or I hope it does because... I sometimes agree with what they say or I disagree with what they say. Right. But I think that this is like a trusting thing. I think Horizon Zero Dawn is really going to be a like potential moment for a like donkey video game critics part two or part three or whatever. Yes. Yes. Like I feel like depending on how it goes, like I would expect there to be some response from some of like our our faves. There's there's a there's a chance that this does not stick the landing. Yeah, and because like be, just because the amount of like, it, it's like hype in a different sense. It hype, it, it, not hype in the sense of like, oh my god, they're announcing a Spider-Man two yeah. sequel, and I get to play as Venom and Miles Morales at the same time. Like this is more of a hype of like, hey, Horizons Forbidden West is is going to be to Horizon Zero Dawn what Assassin's Creed two was to Assassin's Creed one. That's from that IGN video specifically. I'm like, oh wow, yeah. that is. A they're pitching huge it as claim. this is a huge thing. That is a this huge is, claim. Horizon Zero Dawn is now going to be on God of War levels for Sony. Like, that's that's, that, what that's basically what they're, what they're trying to like hype it as. And yep. it, some of it feels forced. And I'm like, yep. that's that's going that's a recipe and, for disaster. And I when did you play Horizon Zero Dawn? That first year when it launched. And you haven't played it since? No, no. Okay. So what I remember from Horizon Zero Dawn was the combat was challenging. You had to really think strategically sometimes. Yes. I thought that was cool. Um, some of the mechanics were like, at the time, like newish, nothing like totally unique, but like well done, I thought. Like, I remember really enjoying my time with Horizon Zero Dawn for playing the game minute by minute. I could not tell you a single thing about what it was about. It was extremely forgettable. Like, I remember the only thing I remember actively about the game playing it aside from some combat like little moments of memory that were really fun and challenging because like uh honestly pretty steep curve of difficulty when as you move through that game and you oh, really yeah. have to think about it i like that i think that's really cool um like you die and that's okay um the only story thing i remember is i was up on something high with like some person that was like telling me about stuff yeah and I remember pausing it, looking over, because this is like early time with Christine. So I'm in like my little basement apartment, <laughs> like in my little tiny, like creepy dungeon room. Yeah. Uh, and I just like turn it off because she's like, you know, probably at that point, like 
Snapchat? I don't know. But we were like, not TikTok, obviously. But, and I was just like, you know, this sucks. <laughs> like, that's all I remember of the story. I was like, this sucks. Like, I have to go through this quest because I want to finish this game. But like, this is dumb. Like, I don't give a shit. This is so boring. Like, and so like, I don't think Horizon, because like, we're, we're talking God of War 2019 or 2018. That is coming off of three classics. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yep. for what they, the type of game, top-down action, that's, those are classics. Classics, yes, they are. Yes, they are. I never would put Horizon Zero Dawn in a classic, is in, in a classics tier, I'm sorry. I think it's a good to very good experience moment to moment, but they're, like, hyping this sequel as if it was everyone's de facto game of the year like yes and it wasn't it's not last of us so so i think i think what what's happening here is it's it's kind of sony and playstation studios um yeah. being being kind of a victim of their own you know beast uh, of their own making here because a lot of their sequels um have been very good when you think about like uh uncharted 2 was on like undisputedly like an amazing jump from 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 the first uncharted they took the formula that they tested with uncharted one and then they just nailed it with part two and like really took off it kind of reignited this whole like indiana jones treasure hunter thing and that's that's when like the tomb raider reboot came and all all of that um we got two more games uh, of it so like it nailed it god of war the 2018 is a sequel like it's a soft reboot but it's a sequel right like it, it continues yeah. a, a story it continues a, a method they, they soft reset it like the mechanics a little bit and like the, the pro- uh, progression um the last of us part two didn't quite didn't stick the landing the way that the first one did the first one is lightning in a bottle nothing's ever going to recreate that, that I, was I, unique. I have to say i prefer last of us too that's you know i don't prefer last of us too and that's I and i like really it. thought that the storytelling of Last of Us 2 is some of the best storytelling I've ever seen in a video game. Okay, we're going to we're going to dedicate an episode to this we should. because yeah, I think I we know would that have that's a really an unpopular opinion. That. Like That is an unpopular opinion. That I like the game. I'm a, I'm cry. pro Last of like, Us 2 and I don't agree with that. Okay. I love I loved I loved it. Man. Okay. Cool. And I think I think Horizon Forbidden West is being being tooted as that. I don't think it's going to I don't know. It, 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 it's just very risky. It's a very risky avenue to take with this game. I hope it does, because if it does, holy shit, we get a game of that quality. Yeah. yeah. And like, so Horizon Zero Dawn, looking at Metacritic, 2017, fourth best reviewed, you know, of this like aggregator. aggregator. Um, so Persona 5 was the number one game of the year for Metacritic. I'm not saying it one game of the year. Undertale, Final Fantasy, what is that? 14, 15, 16, Stormblood um whichever one it is uh and then like a lot of cool like honestly 2017 was dope what remains of edith Fitch, finch near uh automata how do you say that near automata yeah yeah uh neo right damn yeah these this yeah. is a like good list. night in the woods like i loved night in the woods i remember that game so well like wolfenstein 2 shadows of the new colossus like there was some cool stuff sonic mania remember when everybody was super pumped about sonic for a bit 2017 was pretty chill. You, yeah, I mean, so and then you is, had Breath I of guess, the, you had Breath the of the Wild and Mario Odyssey in 2017, and that's as well. why Horizon Zero Dawn isn't a classic because those are both two classics. And yeah. I think that's the problem. Like, 
it didn't get there. Good game. And I think that I'm excited for another good to very good game. I would love to see it actually be a potential classic. That would be cool because yeah, I want yeah. more. more. I would love it for it to make that jump. Yeah, that'd be sick. Like that, And I think that's what they're positioning it as. So that is creating quite a large expectation from me. Yes. Like, because if you're telling me that that's what you're doing, I'm going to hold you to it when I'm playing this game. Like, if you didn't say that, if it was a sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn, I would be probably a lot more forgiving. Like, yes. I, I'm, I'm not going to be when I have my opinions of this game because you are telling me I'm going to like it as much as God of War. I'm going to like it as much as Ghost of Tsushima. Like, those are pretty fucking high bars for you yep. to hit. Yep. And I hope you do. And it looks amazing. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good I, time. It's going to be I'm going to say right time. now, if it's good to very good or above, I'll be platinuming this game. <laughs> I can already tell. I can already tell. It's it's sad. I think I think the the combat was probably the best part of the first one. Um, just kind of. It was cool that it was like, hey, these are like robot dinosaurs. I yeah, that was all. I was always like, yeah, is, the, the discovery of that was was very cool. I think I think uh, open world games have changed in the five years since that's that's released. So like, hopefully they continue to push it forward. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise you run into a Pokemon Legends Arceus situation where it's like the only thing that's carrying this video game is the Pokemon, is Pokemon name. And here's the yep. thing. This is the direction. I'm going to like end this episode on like quick rants about Pokemon Please. Legends Arceus. Because this is only getting the claim that it is because it's finally Pokemon changing their fucking formula of how they make video games. Yep. And guess what? If this was any other standalone game, mediocre at best. I have to say that watching some playthroughs watching some stuff about watching some reviews this is like actually kind of connected to my do do we have integrity in the things that i consume right yeah like i know everyone has their opinions on ign but i think like they get the broad strokes pretty fine they've gotten but a lot like, better over the years they have gotten they have, a lot better. they have there was a while where it was like really bad but like yeah. the, I, I watched the review of of this new pokemon and like basically like the reviewer was touting these mechanics of you're able to dodge and throw pokeballs whenever you want, kind of. Mm -hmm. And like the Pokemon notice you exist <laughs> were like these high points of like yeah. amazing gameplay changes. And I'm like, yeah. And then it goes into very mediocre turn-based combat it looks like like yeah, yeah. which is always like for me that's the thing like if you make a pokemon game where i become pikachu whenever i battle if you make Sign a pokemon game where i become you know zapdos apparently all electronic electric pokemon <laughs> you like love the electrics that will that's a change like that is a change right like you you yeah. combine kind of the the beat -em up style with the story of becoming a trainer and like you then would have to intelligently think about who do you want to play because you're actually controlling the situation i think that would be that's the pokemon game i would then go buy this looks like i'm like honestly you ain't gonna beat the game boy because po po pokemon has, has dug themselves too deep into a hole yeah. to do something like that because the, because of the type matchups yeah. uh, because it could be very fun to play as zapdos but then like 
uh, Geodude is going to rock your shit yeah. in one move. And yeah. that's that's the problem that Pokemon has. I well, think I'm saying no, you get all of your Pokemon, like you have ten Pokemon or whatever you can carry, but whenever you're in a battle, you are deciding what that Pokemon does in real time and it's No, that's what I'm up. saying. Like like that that's the issue that they run into because you could be mechanically better than your opponent in that situation and still lose because of the type disadvantage. Well, you would still have to choose the right type. Well, I'm not I mean, saying that part of Pokemon yeah, yeah, goes yeah. away. I'm just saying, but I get to make the little guys and little pokies i mean that that would do be the great. punch look, punch look again I, this this game is in the right direction it's taking pokemon in the right direction and i hope it's successful strictly because i want nintendo to see that this is the right direction to take pokemon yeah. otherwise everything is it does everything mediocre yeah at best yeah and 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 it's just tedious at its worst yeah. as Can far I, as like mechanics that that it, uh, of an open world game like the having to pay to expand your inventory slots is a stupid i hate that so much it's annoying speaking of games that look good not this game this game looks like it was designed for a mobile device and it looks like ass you're 100 percent right people are like really just vacant oh my god the world is empty empty there's nothing of interest what i reviewed was this looks like such a boring game to play. That's what I took away. Like, I was like, oh, okay. So, like, they really didn't do anything to the combat. It, you seem to just be walking in a blank template of open world. Like, if, if you like Pokemon like and you like the, the, the discovery aspect of, like, ooh, what's, there's a po- different Pokemon over here. This, that, yeah. that, that part of it, that's, that's currently the only gameplay loop keeping me coming back, which is yeah. a solid one. It's, it's yeah. fine to, to stake your claim there. But it's just when people are like, oh, I've been looking at some comments and some TikToks and stuff or Twitter that are like, oh, but Nintendo, uh, you can't talk about the graphics because Nintendo never cares about the graphics. I'm like, that's this looks true. worse. This looks worse than Super Mario Odyssey and worse. Breath of the Wild came We're out not, five years ago and they look not, way better than those when people talk about graphics in Nintendo and that's what people say. We are not talking about graphical fidelity. We mm-hmm. are talking about art direction. Yes. And the art direction on this game sucks shit. Um, like that's the problem. Like it doesn't have to be realistic. We're not talking. It's trying to be Horizon Zero Dawn. Like no, no, to be. no. I don't care. But, yeah. Like really quick. I know we have to go. I'm gonna pitch you a Pokemon game. Go. All right. Pokemon, written, directed by the team of Last of Us. Sign me up. Right. Where, that would be a sick. Where game. do I send my money? <laughs> yeah. That would be a sick game. Uh, well, hey. Uh, this was host number two, Spencer. I forgot to introduce us. This was host number one, Danny. Thanks for listening. Okay. Bye. bye.